Welcome to the Potter Discussion. Welcome back to the Potter Discussion discussing Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, and the Wizarding World fandom. I'm your host, Oscar, and this is episode 212. Thank you, everyone, for joining today on this lovely day. It is, of course, a pleasure to be recording to you. So today we are doing a flip of the script, and it is all about Peter Pettigrew. I got this idea from last week's episode. We were talking about a bunch of, of different pairings of characters that maybe could have been friends, and I was thinking, well... What if there was something like that? A, 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 there were so many flip the scripts in that I was like, we have got to do a real flip the script for real. So that is why I want to do one today. Now, what are we going to talk about? So today we are going over Peter Pettigrew and all about his character with a little bit of a twist. So we know that he is a, a spy for... Uh, for Voldemort, he goes into all the different cracks and crevices, and he ratted out Lillian James, and, well, he ratted out, and then once his spy status was divulged, he completely defected, and he was a servant of the Dark Lord until his untimely death in the seventh book. So, quite the character arc, but what if he wasn't working for Voldemort? That is what we are going to be discussing today. What if Peter Pettigrew was, in fact, on Dumbledore's side and he was not in league with Voldemort? Now, there's a lot of things that have to happen in order for this to to occur, so we're definitely going to go over all of it. But there are a few key things that I think are going to pass, and that is exactly what we are going to be talking about today. So definitely make sure you stick around because there's a lot of good stuff coming your way. And I think that just about covers it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So one of the biggest, perhaps most obvious, but most influential parts of, of, this, of this discussion is that Dumbledore would have another line to Voldemort. Now, Snape is a pretty good asset to have, and I think Snape, or at least Peter, wouldn't replace Snape as, you know, the, the, the informant. But I do think that if, if Pettigrew was, was spying on Voldemort, well, first of all, he would have to be pretty sly about it, but also... You know, he he kind of takes care of the things that Voldemort doesn't want to. Snape is really more of like the high profile things, you know, killing people and getting information, and also you know getting information in Hogwarts. But if Peter was is is, is Peter if Peter's working for Dumbledore, then he can also find out if Voldemort is suspecting Snape. I think that's something else that should be mentioned because, of course. You know, Voldemort kills Snape in the end, and maybe Peter could have heard a discussion that he had with Ollivander or something like that and, and guessed what that meant. Of course, Peter's not the, smir- the smartest person in the world, and that definitely would not change if he was a spy for Dumbledore. But for example, you know, if he heard, uh, if Peter heard Voldemort talking to Ollivander saying, oh, I, you know, you have to kill the previous master, and then Peter relayed that information to Dumbledore, I think Dumbledore could connect the dots and perhaps save Snape's life. Of course, it might be a little too late because he did die, but I think there is always something to be gained from having another line into into Voldemort's life. And of course, also Peter kind of you know takes care of the prisoners and kind of keeps the house running, and that's a very powerful position. Of course, Voldemort doesn't give him any real power, but he he has the power of knowledge, and he knows who goes in, who goes out. And I think that is another very valuable thing to know. Snape really can't figure out who is where or when, and also who is going 
to be aware of, and that's another thing that is very important. Of course, he does know the you know, baseline information, but if he tries to figure out anything further, there's a very solid chance that he would be figured out. Peter, on the other hand, can go where he pleases. And let's not forget that he is a he, he has the ability to turn into a rat. So that could also be something that could prove very useful. Now, of course, it would be difficult to do that on Voldemort because I think Voldemort would probably be able to know it or sense it or something like that. Because, I mean, of course, we saw Dumbledore in the cave. You know, even if magic is not there in front of you, you can still sense its presence. And I think if Dumbledore could do it, I think Voldemort could also do that very well. So I think Peter probably couldn't use that to spy on Voldemort. But, you know, to hear little conversations to, I think, Bellatrix, she might be able to do that on, and that might work very well. I think Snape could also perhaps carry Peter, like, as a rat and get into, you know, locked doors, get into cellars, get into the cracks. I think it would be a very awkward conversation between them. But still, I think there are some very big benefits to having Peter on their side. I think Voldemort knows that, and that's exactly why he has Peter on his side. But if Peter could keep his mouth shut, if he could just go with the flow and, you know, stay under the radar and and keep with Voldemort, I think that that would be a very, very smart thing for him to do. And of course, like I said, it's the two lines that that would be the most valuable. But it's not only that, it's also the 3D knowledge. That's kind of what I was thinking about. Because of course, Snape gets a story and he relays that story to to Dumbledore. More often than not, it it is the real story. And that is definitely something that is very useful. And they can use it to feed information and to learn about things and all that. But if Peter hears things differently. For example, when Snape isn't around, they can say, oh, I'm not like they can, Snape can, or Peter can hear perhaps the Death Eaters that that have misgivings about him, or maybe Peter can hear what Voldemort thinks about Snape. And I think that is when it would get really interesting because then Snape could position himself in a so much more of a perfect place. And they could also, you know, stage arguments or, you know, they could have something, they could could have an an interaction that is, uh, that only looks better to 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 Voldemort like for example they could make an agreement to that Peter would try to argue something and then Snape would like you know shut him down and that would you know give give him a little extra boost because you know of course Voldemort sees that Snape doesn't really care about hurting people then I think he would be Voldemort would be less worried about sending him places and he might grow a heart and stop and turn no, he 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 just hurts people left and right. Great, he's on our side. That you know that kind of thing. It might be small and it might not make a ton of a difference, but I think there's still something to be said for Snape and Peter being in the same room and on the same side. Of course, they're all on the same side, right? Well, with Dumbledore in the mix, I think having Peter and Snape on the real same side and having them on the side of good is definitely something that could help out everyone involved and maybe even save some lives save some save some blood sweat tears all that so that is the first thing on the list that would be different let's move on another thing that occurred to me was Voldemort wouldn't be able to come back like he did of course in the Goblet of Fire Peter was really the one who helped Voldemort return and if he didn't if Peter didn't do that I think there is a very strong chance that Voldemort would not be able to come back now this is definitely where this where this episode gets a little difficult because if Peter is on, you know, Dumbledore's side, 
we have to assume that, you know, some things have to happen before then. And though Peter might be, you know, in the position to help Voldemort, I think there's still, you know, if he doesn't, Voldemort would still find someone else to do it. But still, I don't think it would be the same. And I mean, if you're really, if you're really thinking about it, who would? Who would try to find Voldemort? Of course, we have, you know, the um, Barty Crouch Jr., but the other person that springs to mind is Bellatrix. But I can't imagine that she would, you know, break out of Azkaban just to do that, especially because she doesn't perceive any information in there. So with Bellatrix and Azkaban, of course, that's that's what we, we learned. That's, that's where she was with her husband in the Goblet of Fire. But if that's really where she is, if she is in Azkaban, there's no way that she can help him. Are there any other Death Eaters or any other people, for that matter, that would be able to help Voldemort in the current situation that he's in? I think the answer is really no, because Peter is, you know, he doesn't really have any family ties. He doesn't really have anything. Really, his life is Voldemort and finding the people with the most power. You know, he really, I think Sirius really said it the best. You know, Peter just tries to find the biggest bully on the playground so he won't bully him. And I think that's exactly what he did. He, he sought out Voldemort and he brought him back to life. And it was out of fear. And Voldemort knew that. But he still did it. And if Peter was not on Dumbledore's side, I think he would do it again. So if Peter was on Dumbledore's side and, you know, feeding information, all that kind of things, I think they have a decision to make. One, so well, they have they have two options: either bring him back to life or don't. And you might be thinking, well, that's kind of a bad decision. Why would they choose to bring him back to life? Well, I think they know that he is not dead, that even in his horrible infant state, he is not dead. And there are certainly things that could happen. There's certainly events that could come to pass that would make him very not dead and extremely alive and extremely capable of destroying the world. But the downside there, then, is Peter didn't do it. And Peter is not in the know and he is not in, you know, the inner circle and he does not have the trust of Voldemort. So the argument of not bringing him back to life is, well, you don't bring him back to life. The Dark Lord stays pretty weak. But the argument, if you do, is similar to what Snape did. Snape killed Dumbledore. It was a huge act that was, I mean, it was speeding up the inevitable just to show, just to make a point, because of course Dumbledore had the curse on him. He used the ring, and his hand was dying, and it was moving up his arm. Snape said, "Maybe a year." So Dumbledore said, "All right, let's use this." I think he would do the same thing. I think if he, if Peter was was by Voldemort's side, I think they would do something similar, where they they know they knew that maybe there wasn't anyone who could do it, but it's not good to, to take that chance that they could uh, have, they they would going to bring Voldemort back to life. And I think that might have been what's, what, what would have to happen. I think Dumbledore would say, you know, Peter, just do it. And yes, it is kind of a really bad move, but it is only speeding up the inevitable. Of course, Voldemort would find some way to get back. And even if they threw him off a cliff, I'm sure he would survive somehow. So there are absolutely ways to ensure his death, but at the same time, I think Dumbledore knows that they have to find all the Horcruxes, and that is another thing that might have to be done when he's alive, because they could use his, you know, where he sends guards, where he where he travels, where he stays, where he's sighted, they could use that against him. And I think all that is kind of taken into, into the big grand scheme of things, and if they bring him back, 
the huge added bonus is Peter is right by his side. And yes, it's out of fear, absolutely. But he still is the one that did it. Just think how valuable a position uh, Peter had in the fourth book. You know, when all the Death Eaters gathered and Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Voldemort said, Oh, Peter, you know, you... You were the only one who did it. It was out of fear, and the only that was the only reason. But you still were the most loyal and faithful servant, and that is such a valuable thing to hear. That is such a valuable thing to be in that situation. So I think, really, if they had the choice, they would choose to bring him back to life the same way and install Peter as kind of the informant. But that is only the tip of the iceberg, so let's move on. Another effect that this would have is on Sirius. Of course, we know that Sirius was was framed for the death of you know the um, he was he was supposed to have ratted out Lillian James. He was you know he killed all those Muggles and Peter and went to Azkaban for it. So if Peter was actually on his side and they both knew it, what would happen? Well, I don't think Sirius would go to Azkaban. I don't think he would even. Uh, well, this is another part where it gets a little confusing. Because, let's let's think this through, the reason why Sirius breaks out of Azkaban is because he sees Pettigrew in a newspaper, well, he sees Scabbers in a newspaper, he sees the toe missing, he goes, he's at Hogwarts, let's get him. So, transforms into a dog, slip between the bars, swim to shore, he's good to go. He makes it to the, the castle, breaks in, tries to get him, fails, circling, circling, then they meet, and oh my gosh, it's Sirius, oh, there's his uncle, great, godfather, wow. But, if... Pettigrew was on his side, and if Sirius knew it, why would he break out of Azkaban? That is the question. Because if he still thought that Pettigrew had ratted out Lillian James in cold blood and defected and all that, like, of course, I don't blame him for breaking out. But if, for example, even if Pettigrew did, of course, keeping with this theme of trying to get into the dark side, um, I think that Sirius wouldn't have to break out of Azkaban. But now, if we really get into it, why would Sirius go to Azkaban at all? Because let's think, why did he go to Azkaban? Well, it was because he he blew apart the street because he was trying to kill Pettigrew. But if he didn't kill Pettigrew, if he didn't didn't have to kill Pettigrew because they were on good terms, why would he go to Azkaban at all? And this is where it gets really interesting because the story is, is kind of all laid out. But it's just kind of like a grandfather paradox kind of situation. You know, if you if you go back in time and kill your grandfather what would happen to you? Would you just disappear? Would you live on? Like, because if you can never be born, like, I'm not going to get to it right now, but that's kind of what what we're dealing with here. Now, if the story hadn't been laid out, if we didn't know anything, I think we could probably make a more accurate assumption and perhaps a more accurate prediction based on what could happen. But I think we should make one anyway. So which one of these two scenarios is the most likely? Well, I think it really goes without a doubt that Sirius probably would not go to Azkaban in the first place because either... He, uh, uh, you know, doesn't know about it for a while, so his reaction is genuine when Sirius and James die, or he knows about it the entire time, and they can they could probably stage some fights, I'm sure, but it's nothing serious. So that seems like it's got to happen, right? Well, you know, like I said about, like I just said about all the reactions and Sirius really trying to kill Pettigrew. I think that could be a pretty convincing act if Dumbledore didn't say anything to Sirius. And I think that's the only scenario in which Sirius would still go back to Azkaban, but perhaps not stay there. And I think that that is, you know, if. 
Dumbledore recognized that, yes, it's probably not the best thing to lie to Sirius, you know, about whose side is who, but if Dumbledore didn't say anything, and Pettigrew knew that Sirius was on his side, but Pettigrew couldn't say anything to Sirius, and Sirius thought that Pettigrew was defecting, I think the same thing would happen. Of course, I don't think Voldemort, or I don't think Dumbledore would have wanted that to happen, but at the same time, I think that is something that, again, is necessary. And in the big, you know, of course, all the big prison breaks, and they needed someone to blame, and they found Sirius... It's definitely going to be difficult to figure this one out. And I think also that would mean that the the whole situation, you know, with the uh, the Whomping Willow in the Prisoner of Azkaban, you know, the whole time turner situation, I thought that would probably never happen. Because if Harry knew all about Sirius and they were like best friends and they lived together like, like they should have then there's a very solid chance that none of that would have happened. And of course, the, then we have to think, well, if Sirius went to Azkaban, how could they prove him innocent? Now we're getting a little bit into the mud. But that is actually a very interesting question. If Sirius went to Azkaban because, you know, he genuinely tried to kill Peter, then I think Dumbledore would say, all right, Sirius, I'm so sorry, we had to do this. You, you know, we had we had to put you in Azkaban just to show that we mean business and that you are really trying to get Peter and that Peter is, you know, defecting. So what they can do is, I think then if Dumbledore knew that for sure, then he could have proved that it was Peter who did it, not Sirius. Of course, he could have done it in the main story. I don't know why he didn't, but this is the script. We can choose anything. So I think Dumbledore would then work to prove that it was Peter and get Sirius released. And then it would be perfect because Peter would be on the run. And Dumbledore would say, we're not going to try to find you, so go to Voldemort. And Peter would run away. He would go to Voldemort. He would say, I'm on the run. I, you know, these stupid order people, these like Dumbledore, they're gone. They're on to me. I need this. You know, I killed them for you. Please take me in. And then he would be in. And Sirius did have to take some time and ask him, man. But it is all for the best because then it all works out and they have an inside man which i mean first of all good for them because that is that is not an easy thing to do but also i think there's definitely something to be said there and i think it's it's very impressive that they managed to do that so i think that is another one of the things that would happen that is almost a sure now let's talk about malfoy manor because that's another thing that might be different of course peter pettigrew and harry are very closely tied, and in the Malfoy Manor, we really see those ties come to life, or rather, come to death, I guess that's more accurate, because Peter Pettigrew, in the story, owes Harry his life, uh, and because, of course, Harry, you know, didn't didn't give him to the mentors, didn't send him to Azkaban, but instead, Peter managed to escape. It was because of Harry, and I think Peter knows that, which is why, you know, his hand acted against his own will, because he knew that it was true, and Peter was really the one who helped him get out because then he gave him wands and all that kind of thing. So all of that, of course, it, he wasn't on their side, but they managed to overpower him and he really doesn't, you know, didn't, didn't turn out too well for him. So if Peter was on their side, how would it go? Well, I think they would be able to do it perhaps a little bit easier because Peter already is kind of not really known as the most, you know, stellar of duelers. He isn't really one of those kind of people. But I do think that if they... If, if he was on their side, I think there is definitely a chance that they could have faked something, you know. For example, if Peter went down to the cellar 
and they wanted to, you know, break Harry and Ron out and Lewin and Ollivander and all that. I think if they called Dobby and they said, all right, you know, Peter, we, we have, we have a way out, you know, just make a loud noise or something and rush up and say they're gone or, you know, well, something like that, because of course it's not his fault. So I think that is something that could happen. And of course, also, then they don't, they, they have to think about breaking out Hermione. And I think that might be a little bit more difficult of a situation. And because this is the end of the story and this, you know, they are reaching the end, I don't think they would need to keep Peter as an informant much longer. So Peter could help them in the escape. And I think that might also be something that could be very beneficial for them because if Peter is is on their side and if he helps them break out, then there's a very solid chance that they would all make it out unscathed. Maybe Dobby would be alive. So that could work out very well. But now let's think a little further, <laughs> as we always do. If Peter is on their side, he probably would not end up in Malfoy Manor in the first place. Of course, at this point, you know, we're pretty far along in the story, so it's pretty safe to say that many things might be different. If Peter is now helping them all along, then there's a very solid chance that, you know, these things might not shake out exactly as they did. Of course, we see that Peter is is on their side, and though he might not be able to do much to change their situation once they're in it, I think there is definitely a chance that that he can make sure that that they don't have to um, you know stay in Malfoy Manor for long or even go there at all because they are you know they're 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 caught and they're tracked and everything like that. But for example, like we were saying before, with like the two streams of information, Snape doesn't know where this all the snatchers are and all that. But Peter could probably figure it out. And I think also something that Peter could do is stall Voldemort. That's something that, could, that, that, that that he could be, you know, helping with. Because, of course, if Voldemort gets the call somewhere and, you know, he's rushing and Peter's like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, I, I, I have to stop him. He can say, I think, you know, there's a Horcrux something somewhere, but blah, blah, blah. He can think of something that's so much more important. Of course, that is not an easy task, and that is something that he's going to have to think long and hard about, because trying to find something more important than killing Harry for Voldemort, that is a challenge. But I think he can do it. If this is, like, the one thing, if this is his big thing to do, I think Peter could find it with within himself to, to make that decision and to really uh, get that together. But, again, being on Dumbledore's side doesn't automatically make him, you know, this super genius. So, if he did have to do something like that, if he did have to get Harry out of there without being noticed, it would have to be something... That was well, not only very sly, but also something very carefully planned. Because, of course, if he were to do something, it would have to look like it was either his mistake or someone else's mistake. One of which will lose him some credit. The other is very hard to orchestrate. So he definitely has to get some help on this one. And it's definitely not going to be easy. But I think this is definitely a situation in which in which his allegiances switched would definitely make a big difference. Let's move on. And the final thing that I want to discuss in today's episode is the fact that he just might be a better person. And I think that is definitely one of the biggest 
pros of his being on Dumbledore's side. Because we definitely don't know Peter for his, you know, generosity or kindness or integrity. Certainly not. No, what we know him for is his his sneakiness and his betrayal and his backstabbing and his he really claws his way to the top. And frankly, that just is not a good way of going about it. So I think if he didn't have to be that sly, if he was truly a bit of a better person, I think he might just uh, be able to make this happen. I think this is definitely a a chicken or the egg situation because for him to not be on Voldemort's side, I think we're already assuming that he's a better person. But, and then, you know, if he is still the same and he's on Dumbledore's side, I think he would then become a better person because of it. So I think no matter what comes first, you know, for for the situation, you know, for this uh, situation to arise, either he is forced on Dumbledore's side and then becomes a better person because of it, or he is already better than he is in the story and then he slowly migrates over to, over to Dumbledore's side naturally. I think either way it will still get the intended effect of him being just a little bit better. I think that's because he doesn't have to have the same mentality of, you know, clawing his way to the top or finding, like, again, finding the biggest bully in the playground. He did that. But if he started to realize that maybe standing up to the bully is better than just joining his ranks and killing people. So maybe I think that's a realization that he came to and then he was like, hey, maybe I'm kind of not doing the best things in the world. And then he kind of switches. And then, you know, if that's the way it goes, then I think that's a pretty cool thing for him to do of course we can't forgive him for everything he's done and i don't think it'll be a you know a switch that flips randomly like i'll put a fire he's like oh you know what Meh. i think for this scenario to happen for him to be on Dumbledore's side i think there has to be a much longer chain of events and it definitely has to start with someone different in his shoes because of the person that he is now it's very unlikely that he would go on to Dumbledore's side and I think that's definitely something that we know for sure and yes I know that he has some good qualities I mean he 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 was friendly he uh you know was relatively loyal but that does not even come close to like that, that that doesn't come close to making up for all the horrible things that he did so there's really no way for him to redeem himself uh, the way that things go but if you know, he can be a, maybe a little bit better or if he can join Dumbledore and see that maybe goodness and treating people uh, like they should be treated is always better than than the alternative. I think that might just be the thing that gives him the edge to just stop doing all the things he's doing and chill out. So a lot of things would happen. A lot of things would happen if he was uh, on Dumbledore's side. And I think a lot of those things are fantastic. And it would definitely prove to be a very interesting storyline to see how he would react to situations, to see who he would become friends with, and all of that in between. I think there's definitely a lot in his character that can be unpacked and a lot in his character that can be flipped for the greater good. Now, not as in, you know, kill him, but as in, you know, if he just had a little bit more sense in him, if he was, I'm sorry to say, even a little smarter, or maybe he he just had slightly different morals, I think he would, without a doubt, flip onto Voldemort's side, or 
Dumbledore side. If he wasn't as honestly, if he wasn't as afraid uh, of Voldemort as he is, I think that might also be something that is probably one of the biggest factors that's gluing him uh, to her side. But no matter what, I think he is definitely uh, he he has redeeming qualities. I think that just about covers it. I think we've reached the end of the episode. And I certainly hope you enjoyed. I'm always a big fan of these Flip the Scripts. It's, it's, it's always so much fun to explore different sides of the story, especially if we can give some of these maybe a little uh, worse characters just, just a little a little extra boost. Uh, you know, of course, Peter's not exactly a moral role model, so so giving him uh, the, uh, the legs to go the distance, I think, is definitely something that is fun to explore. But I think that is just about the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoyed, and I certainly hope you will stick around for for the foreseeable future if this is your first time here. So there will be a Christmas episode coming out next week. I am pre-recording it. Um, my advice is don't listen to it. It's coming out on Christmas, I'm pretty sure. Do not listen to it. Uh, save it for later. But it will be coming out on schedule. I figure that's that's just the easiest way to do it. Um, but it is a it is the uh, it is the Christmas episode, and I definitely think it's 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 going to be a good one. There's always something, always a, always a Christmas episode that can be had, and I definitely uh, will hit the ground running after that. Likely no in time in between. Uh, probably will be no break uh, of of episodes. So you will have an episode every week, so definitely look forward to that. But I think. With all that said, we're just about at the end of the episode. If you like what you hear, I would very much appreciate a review to, to hear your thoughts, hear episode suggestions, and it also helps other listeners find the show, which is a huge help to me. I greatly appreciate that. If you have any questions, comments, or topics that you want to hear, that you want to hear on the show, consider sending me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. And at the Potter Discussion on Instagram also works, as well as the two contact forms uh, in the show notes below as well as at thepotterdiscussion.com slash contact. And of course, subscribe to the show and tell a friend because chances are if you like this podcast, they will too. And I think now we're really at the end. So again, huge thanks for listening. I had such a blast recording and I certainly hope you have a wonderful week leading up to the holidays and I will see you soon. As always, remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. I will see you later. This was the Potter Discussion.